All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? Hey, it's Big John on another panic attack. And last night, the Republicans had their first presidential debate for the uh, primary election. And if you didn't watch it, you didn't miss much, but I think you should stay informed. Um... I watched the Crowder live stream, so I missed a little bit of the, uh, uh, some of the highlights or some of the points, because they were talking, obviously, um, talking during the, uh, during the debate, god damn it. So anyways, hit like, share, comment, subscribe. I'm sitting on my creaky old office chair. That's what you hear in the background. And so, follow me on Getter, Twitter, Truth Social, at the real underscore Big John. <clears throat> A few things to think about and points to ponder to. Uh, one thing... Let me get this out of the way. It's probably the most important thing. Whoever CNN, <clears throat> PMSNBC, and the media uh, attacks, those are the people they feel are the most dangerous. Those are the threats to the Democrat Party. All right, so they went after DeSantis a little. Um... At one point, CNN was calling him a liar and taking my sock off one video. That's lovely. Uh, CNN was calling him a liar and they twisted his words up saying that he, uh, they claimed that he claimed, CNN claimed that DeSantis said he never locked Florida down. That is not what he said. He said we locked down, but when we figured things out, we were the first to come out of lockdowns. So, gee, CNN lie. Hmm. What a surprise there. Now, that's important. I say that's important because of this. When you hear them talking up Nikki Haley and saying, wow, you know, man, she she really showed them men folk. She showed them men's a fang or two. Um, nothing against Nikki Haley. I think she's a good number two, but I don't think she's um, a, a good president. And, I, and clearly, as long as Trump is not in prison, he will be the Republican nominee. But, let's look at this. Another person who was attacked by Democrats and so on and so forth, Vivek Ramaswamy. Why is that? He's perceived as a threat. He was not considered the winner of the debate by uh, CNN. So, 
Let's get those things out of the way. They're going to attack Vivek now because he is surging towards the top. They're already attacking DeSantis. Saying that he lied about uh, locking down Florida. Okay, during the COVID. And that is not going to happen this year. They're already starting their shit about this real deal variant. But we're not going to go there. We're not locking down and we're not wearing a fucking mask. Back to the debate. So ahead of things, ahead of the debate, I I said to myself this. Uh, I think Vivek Ramaswamy will surge as a number two to Donald Trump. Uh, I think DeSantis will be strong. Uh, I think... <laughs> Basically, Pence rode Donald Trump's coattails. As far back as, I want to say 2005 or six, Pence was being groomed up. Pence was making the rounds on the Republican circuit to be a potential presidential candidate. And... Look, we're in 2023 now, so it's almost 20 years that he's been in this cycle of, I want to be president, I want to be president. It's just not going to happen. Um, and I'm not saying he would be a bad president. Um, I'm just saying, there, there's, a time when it's, there's a time when your time has passed. Now... Who's my last on my shit list here? Uh, and I thought Chris Christie would try to eat his podium. So there you go. Uh, my final thought before the debate was uh, Trump and Tucker would do better ratings. Now, see, there's this thing with uh, the uh, Twitter. Okay. When I look at Twitter... I'm learning this. Down at the bottom, it keeps going up and up. It's going up as I'm <laughs> I'm looking right now. So there's been 197,000 retweets of this video. 638,000 likes and 234 million impressions. Uh, I, I guess is what it's called. So people say that 234 million, yeah, that that really equals about 23 million views. I can guarantee you that's triple what watched the the debate. Um, and I guess an impression on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called now, uh, that means, like, if I share it and one of my followers sees that I shared it, that counts as an impression. Weird. Weird. Like that chick from... Like, that goofy chick from the new Snow White. Weird. Weird. She's weird. Anyhow. So... They didn't open with true opening remarks. 
Fox News did a horrible job with this this debate. I don't even know what the hell they were thinking. Um, but they started at 9 o'clock. Um, Tucker and Trump's thing on Twitter. We'll just call it Twitter. Uh, it started at 8.55. I was smart. Get in, get, get in there first. Uh, so, all right. They opened up by asking uh, the candidates what they thought of the number one song in America right now, uh, which is a country song, Hey Rich Man, North of Richmond, Can't You Help a Little Feller Out, I don't know, but whatever. They asked people how they felt about that song or how it relates to America. Terrible way to start the debate. I mean... Usually it's, okay, give your opening speech of two minutes. All right, get the fuck out of here. Uh, this this was just strange to me. Um, oh, I got the name of the goddamn song written here. Uh, the Oliver Anthony song, Rich Man, Rich Men North of Richmond. All right, because you really gave a shit about that. DeSantis came out loud. I think he was trying to come across as strong. Came across loud. I just found out DeSantis's uh, average height. Not that that's a bad thing for you average height people, but uh, he wears like cowboy boots or boots with a, a riser to to look taller. He's five foot nine. That's that's normal, but that's really insecure. If you're wearing boots with a riser. Um, but he came out loud, he came across strong. Vivek, he pointed out that, you know, I'm 38 years old, I'm not a politician. Talked about how he's living the American dream. I guess the guy's opened multi-billion dollar companies. Uh, I knew he was a rich guy, obviously, but, uh, he had a really good opening statement talking about the American dream. Uh, Nikki Haley came out talking about, you know, the rich man north of Richmond, uh, you know, and said that Republicans did this to us too. Republicans did earmarks. They did $7.4 billion in earmarks. So trying to separate herself from the Republican establishment, not too shabby, but she didn't impress me as much as she did other people. I don't know. Uh, Pence, you know, he said that he was proud of the Trump-Pence administration, and he said he was the most qualified, because he's been in the White House for four years. Uh, Vivek did something that really struck a chord with me and with the audience. He, he brought up, you know, we've got to be energy independent. He said, we've got to frack, we've got to burn coal, and we've got to embrace nuclear. Nuclear power plants... We should have been building by the, the hundreds. But anyhow, that was a, a 60s and 70s. No, we're going to die in nuclear holocaust, whatever. Uh, Vivek talked, called everyone on stage a super pack puppet. Said that they're all puppets to their super packs and they, we need a Reagan revolution and he is that revolutionary. Very good, very strong you know or something 
before I forget again, what I, the other point number two I meant to mention in my opening was uh, notice how diversified this Republican field is. Uh, Nikki Haley, female. Uh, her mother is from India. Dots, not feathers. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, first generation American, born here, but his parents were born in India. Speaks perfect English. Cleans up good. To quote Joe Biden, racially slurring Barack Obama. Um, but anyways, so you have a woman who's not pure white. Uh, you have an Indian man and you have a black man. I pointed this out four years ago also. Or three and a half. Is it really three and a half? Whatever it is. Uh, the Democrats were a bunch of white guys. <laughs> old white men on the old Democrat stage there in 2020. There might have been a white... Well, yeah, there were some white broads. Pocahontas, uh, Warren. Uh, anyhow. But yeah, so the Republicans have a diverse field. And uh, I think, you know, there is going to come a time when our candidate needs to not be a white man. Uh, but Republicans look at qualifications. Now, Tim Scott, great, very qualified. The qualification he lacks when it comes to electability, he can't rally the base. Um, and I'm not saying the base is racist. What I'm saying is he doesn't have enthusiasm. So, uh, Trump, Trump brought Democrats to the Republican Party. He brought, brought union guys and women to the Republican Party, the forgotten flyover state people. That's something that's important. Now, uh, they came out in this debate, they asked a question about climate change. Uh, DeSantis used this to attack Joe Biden on the Hawaii response, or lack thereof. Vivek said climate change is a hoax. <laughs> Good job, Vivek. At least he speaks his mind. Uh, he said that it's a blanket over our economy. And then uh, he brought up the fact that you know everyone up here is bought and paid for by interest groups. Uh, somehow that relates to climate change. Then Chris Christie came out and attacked R Ramaswamy, calling him another Obama. Uh, Ramaswamy opened up that you know he's this little uh, dark-skinned guy who's not a typical politician. He's not a politician at all. And Chris Christie said, you know, in 2008 we stood here and Barack Obama said the same thing, and look at how that turned out. Ooh, a little cringe racism from Chris Christie. I don't know. I don't know if it, I wouldn't call it racism. I just Chris Christie's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, he stood behind Trump trying to get those coattails in 2016, and when he didn't get a vice presidential and he didn't get a cabinet position, he turned against Trump. So he's he, he can't get anywhere on his own. He's polling terribly. But he thinks coming out and attacking Trump is going to get him somewhere. And there's a little rumor that Chris Christie and 
Ron DeSantis are a little in cahoots. Ron DeSantis did not attack Trump at all last night. Chris Christie did. And there were a lot of times when Christie and DeSantis were talking in between the commercials and things like that. Something to think about. Tim Scott, you know, he a lot of people said he didn't impress. Uh, he's not loud. He's not charismatic. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. Uh, he took the high road on everything. So when this thing about we're still on climate change, he talked about the United States reducing their carbon emissions by 25% in the last 10 years, something the media and the climate fanatics will not tell you. And he said that you know other countries are not re- uh, reducing their carbon emissions. In fact, they're increasing. So... We're 30 minutes into the debate. I'm going, why haven't they brought up the the Biden crime family yet? You know, that's an important thing to think about, to talk about. Uh, they bring up the abortion question after that. Uh, this is not a hill for Republicans to die on anymore. I am pro-life. I am anti-abortion. And and that's that. Um, but in 2022, the abortion issue hurt Republicans. I think it's because we've had a generation that has been lied to and taught irresponsibility. They've been taught repeatedly um, that it's a woman's body, it's her choice. And yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, we, we should have choice with our own body, but two years, three years ago, we gave up our body autonomy to the government during COVID. We, a lot of us went out and got shots. We put on masks that did more harm than good. Uh, we did a lot of things. We shut the every business in the country down, but it's your body. Why does that only apply to pregnant women? And, you know, Nikki Haley gave a very impassioned response uh, about this and attacked the men on stage about the abortion issue. But honestly, when you're protecting life, that's why it's called right to life. (laughs) When you're protecting life, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. Everyone can have their opinion. And abortion should not be birth control. By Planned Parenthood's standards or pardon me, statistics, less than 1% or around 1% of abortions are from rape or incest. That's where the the Democrats and the liberals always go with that. Well, what about rape and incest? Not the Republican hill to die on. Fox did a shitty job by bringing that question up. They did nothing but hurt these candidates that were on stage. Uh, Ramaswamy, I felt he was crushing it. It's a little note I made at this point. Uh, DeSantis, very smart move. He brought up the fact that he is fired 
or remove from office George Soros-funded district attorneys. Um, 9.51 p.m., I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, this is not a good debate for Republicans. This is, Fox is doing them no favors by having this. There have been no real questions or discussion of the border. Ramaswamy brought it up several times, but he brought it up on his own. Uh, no good questions about the economy or Bidenomics, though Ramaswamy and DeSantis and some brought it up on their own. Uh, again, the abortion thing, not a winning issue for Republicans anymore. Um, now, okay, this is when the Tucker-Trump live stream ended. And they said... Basically, this is when you get your chance to bash Trump now that maybe people are going to switch over from the Twitter stream to this debate. They probably didn't. They probably just went to bed. But uh, Ramaswamy, you know, sent an endorsement of Trump, basically, and got a big round of applause, said that he would pardon Donald Trump. Chris Christie started to attack Donald Trump and say how terrible he was and should go to jail or some bullshit. Uh, and he started getting booed. Booed to the point that the moderators had to turn around and tell the audience to stop booing. Uh, and then... Uh, Fat-ass Christie. I know I'm fat too, but... Chris Christie turns and attacks Ramaswamy. He attacks Donald Trump. You know... Uh, there was a question on January 6th. Now we're getting into the attacks on Trump, okay? Did Mike Pence do the right thing? And pretty much everyone answered yes. Um, there wasn't a lot of discussion. They really didn't go down the line and say to every candidate, okay, answer this question. When somebody got off topic, they didn't bring them back, but whatever. Um, Tim Scott let off on this one. Uh, he attacked the weaponization of the FBI and Department of Justice. Uh, he did say when they brought, they did bring him back to point and say, answer the question. And he said, yes, Mike Pence did the right thing. And I think that he did too. I wanted Trump to win, but the January 6th riots screwed everything up. Um, Pence couldn't just stop everything and say, hey, send all the electors back to the states. There had to be those objections and debate and then a vote on the objections. So anyways, uh, DeSantis basically dittoed what uh, Tim Scott said about weaponization of the Justice Department. Ramaswamy, Pence back and forth uh, about pardoning Trump. Ramaswamy says he would pardon Donald Trump. Uh, others did not want to do that. Uh, they asked people to raise their hand if they would not fund the Ukraine anymore. Ramaswamy shot his hand straight up. Uh, and I wasn't sure if DeSantis raised his hand or not. And then I was watching some replays of it. And yeah, he half-heartedly raised his hand when it came to no more funding for Ukraine. But those were the only two on stage. Um, Ramaswamy said, you know, we need to protect our border before we protect Ukraine, basically. Um, 
Pence brought up the Soviet Union or the USSR, and Ramaswamy said uh, the USSR fell in 1990. So basically, Pence wants to keep fighting this proxy war, thinking it's going to keep war away from our shoulders. Um, Nikki Haley is a good political BSer. Uh, I did notice that about her. Maybe that's why some people liked her. What? At the end of the day, Ramaswamy was probably right that she'll enjoy her job on the board of Raytheon or Lockheed Martin someday. Because she was very war hawkish in this. Uh, Pence was very confident. He, he feels, he believes, and he says this is his whole campaign. His whole campaign is, I am the most qualified person because I've been there. Uh, DeSantis looks strong. Like I said, he looked good throughout it. Uh, they talk about the fentanyl problem at the border. And Pence said, yes, I would use military force to stop fentanyl. They were talking about sending actual troops, which is something I'm for, into the cartels, blowing up the, the drug warehouses, killing the, the cartels. A real war on drugs. Um, I thought that was a good, strong answer. Pence or DeSantis said, yes, I will use military force to stop fentanyl at the border. Uh, Pence, we will hunt down and kill the cartel. Uh, Chris Christie, he didn't say it, but he was thinking that he's going to eat the cartels. <laughs> um, so Ramaswamy came out, did a lot. Did a lot, said a lot of things that conservatives are going to like. Uh, he said, you know, eliminate some government agencies. Give the money from the Department of Education back to the people and the local school districts and the parents. And let them choose what district or what school is best for their children. Uh, he brought up fatherless households as one of the biggest problems today. Talked about how the government incentivizes Mothers to keep fathers out of the house. Uh, from secondhand experience through friends, yeah, you get more money if your baby daddy ain't in the picture. More welfare money. Um, students uh, should have high school students should have to pass a citizenship test. I think we should teach more nationalism and patriotism, like every other nation on earth does. Uh, I don't know if making them pass a citizenship test to graduate it should be a requirement though um Ramaswamy brought you know we need a thinking person from a different generation like the Reagan revolution and then for some reason they only asked this question of Chris Christie uh, they asked about UFOs and then he said I'm not gonna fucking answer I'm gonna talk about you know donuts or something so, all overall, um, it was kind of a boring debate. You had to be a political nerd to like it. Yeah, there was some yelling, some argument, personal attacks. But at the end of days, um, it's nothing great, you know. Ramaswamy is probably the best, most well-spoken
DeSantis and Ramaswamy looked good, just like I thought they would. Um, everyone said that they were the only person who could beat Joe Biden. Look, Donald Trump's the only person who can get 70 million votes. And it was more than 70 million, but I'll round it off. Uh, Ramaswamy, a lot of America-centered remarks. Uh, he was the most original. He had the best talking points. DeSantis was good. Uh, he ran on his record, not on rhetoric. And I don't think you have to have rhetoric. But there is a point where you have to fire the, the Republican base up. And you have to uh, be able to woo candidate or woo the middle voters. The, yeah, I vote Democrat because my granddad was a Democrat and my dad was a Democrat. You got to be able to bring those people over. And that takes charisma. Pence ran on his experience. Christie ran on uh, experience. And I, I, I'm I, a conservative Republican. No, you're not. Chris Christie was the middle of the road, big tent party Republican, along with John McCain and Mittens Romney. And he keeps saying, I was a conservative Republican and I won in a blue state. <laughs> if you were a conservative Republican, a conservative being the main word there, you would not have won in New Jersey, you dumbass. Quit lying. But Pence and Christie uh, experience. Nikki Haley was very war hawkish. Um, she wanted to come across as tough. And she did. CNN really liked her, which means that she's the weakest of the candidates, however. They really hated Ramaswamy and DeSantis, which means they're the strongest of the candidates. Um, nobody attacked DeSantis directly. Uh, and that's good for DeSantis. Ramaswamy uh, attacked the GOP establishment. He attacked the uh, super PAC puppets. Uh, and he can do blurpees. His debate prep, he showed himself doing blurpees and playing tennis. So he's an in-shape guy. 38 years young. Younger than I. So is DeSantis. Uh, anyhow, uh, Fox News just did not run a good debate. It didn't seem organized. You know... Nothing against, nothing against Brett Baer or Martha McCallan, who looks scrumptious. I don't care about Martha McCallan. She's cute. She's pretty. So is Brett Baer. He's a pretty boy. Pretty, pretty boys that she calls friends. Relax, said the night man. Little Hotel California there. More of a baritone, though. So anyhow, uh, Fox News did the GOP no favors with this debate. I don't know what their 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 game was. Uh, the big winner was Trump. Like I said, there were uh, now uh, well over 200 million interactions on Twitter. Doesn't mean 200 million people watched the video, but hundreds of millions of people have seen it and had the opportunity. Tens of millions watched it probably by now. Um, pretty much everybody at the GOP debate ran on Trump's platform. So, um, <laughs> you're saying you're not Donald Trump. 
okay? But you're using all of his points of reference, uh, except Nikki Haley, who wants to have a nuclear war with uh, Russia, evidently. So the Trump interview, you know, he, he did a lot of knocking on Biden, make, talking shit about Biden, how Biden cannot walk, cannot talk. Uh, Kamala Harris talks in rhymes, he said. Uh, Trump used the example of uh, how she s- says things like, we use the bus to get places to go, and we go where the bus gets the place to go. And we go where the buses go. Something like that. And yeah, he's right. She talks in weird circles. It, he basically says she wasn't very bright either. Um, I think at one point Tucker accused her of... Oh yeah, it's Tucker said Kamala seems pretty senile too. Uh, so it's a must watch, the interview with Trump. He was a little toned down compared to his, his usual rhetoric. Um, Trump does think the Democrats will have a primary. He doesn't think that the, that Biden will be the uh, nominee. So that's interesting. Now, um, of course, during that Trump talk on Tucker, you know, they questioned Biden's mental and physical fitness. Uh, they made fun of Biden at the beach, not being able to pick up a chair and his his beach bod or lack thereof. Um, Trump talked a lot about his record on international relations. I think that's a good point for Trump to have. Uh, you talk about saving the South Korean Olympics because people were afraid to go there uh, over the threats from North Korea. And he settled North Korea down. Talked about how he avoided a nuclear war with North Korea. And he's probably right to a point. Um, Biden or Obama said when he left office, we're going to go to war with North Korea very soon. And Trump said, no, we'll, we'll get peace. Trump had a very peaceful four years, people. World. Wait. I want to say this without a cigar in my mouth. World peace and a strong economy make for a terrible president, according to some people. Don't understand that. Okay, so. Um. Talked about, or Trump talked about how Chris Wallace guarded Biden during the debate. Uh, wouldn't let Trump ask Biden the question about. $3 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife, which we all know is true now. Um, Tucker asked him, I spelled it trucker. <laughs> That's funny. Tucker asked Trump, uh, do you have a preference who you run against? Uh, he said he would love to run against Biden, but uh, other Democrats have bad records too. <laughs> um at one point, after they, you know, they talked about all the indictments and Trump said, you know, this is all bullshit. And Tucker said, you know, they can't, every time you get indicted, your your poll numbers go up. Do you think they're going to try to assassinate you? That's basically what Tucker asked him. And Trump dodged that question and went on to talk about, you know, the indictments and bullshit. How the indictments are bullshit, I should say. And, yeah, that's all sensible 
I don't think you should have answered the question. Do you think they'll assassinate you? So that was that. Um, pretty mundane debate. What you got to watch what these people are saying. I was talking to somebody who I thought was pretty smart and I thought would uh, be a debate watcher. Uh, he's not a Republican, so I didn't expect him to watch the, the GOP debate. But I said, you don't even watch, you know, the, the main ones, the presidentials. He's like, no, I just, I watch the highlights. Man, that's a terrible way to get information. Terrible way to gather information. Uh, getting the highlights of the debate from the the media. Ugh. No wonder he thinks the way he thinks. <laughs> I almost said that aloud. Good thing I didn't. But because it was my psychiatrist. I might be locked away now in a straitjacket if I said that. But, um, yeah, if you're getting your information uh, out of highlights from CNN or Fox News, you're getting 10, 30 seconds out of the conversation. And that's a terrible way to make decisions. So with that, hey, thanks for listening. God bless you and God bless America. Till next panic attack, it's Big John.